All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 2nd of August. It's set to be a bumpy day in the markets today. President Donald Trump abruptly escalated his trade war with China, announcing that he would impose a 10% tariff on a further $300 billion in Chinese imports in a move that's likely to more directly impact the American consumer. The new import taxes, which the president has said could well go beyond 25%, will kick in on the 1st of September on a long list of goods that is likely to include smartphones, laptop computers and children's clothing. They will come on top of the 25% duty in place already on some $250 billion in Chinese goods and would mean that almost all trade with China will be subject to new taxes. Naturally, markets around the world were jolted by the shock resumption of trade hostilities. In commodities, oil prices plunged almost 8% to record the steepest one-day drop in more than four years. Brent crude now stands just above $61 to a barrel. The new tariff threat raised concerns about an economic slowdown that would be a drag on energy demand. Further, U.S. equities slid, extending losses from earlier in the week. The Nasdaq and the S&P 500 lost 0.8 and 0.9% respectively, while the Dow fell over a percent. In Asia, the shock is even more evident. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was the biggest loser among the three early risers in Asia and was lower by over 2% when I last checked. There are indications that equity markets in India too will join the global slump, but Darshan Mehta will tell you more about that in just a short while. Let me first take you through the other important updates. First, the goods and services tax collection rebounded to breach the 1 lakh crore mark for June after hitting a four-month low in May. The tax received for June, which was collected in July, came in at 1.02 lakh crore, up from 99,939 crore rupees in May. Meanwhile, the government is working on operational details of the overseas bond sale that was announced in this year's budget, according to a government official. That's a Bloomberg report. Details like currency used to raise the money, number of offers and tenor of bonds are still being deliberated. India's coal ministry is preparing a plan to cut imports of the fuel by at least a third over the next five years, counting on an increase in domestic production and a jump in renewable output, according to people familiar with the plan. Imports are seen falling to below 150 million tonnes by the year ending March 2024, down from 235.2 million tonnes India got from overseas in the last fiscal year. But the five-year plan is still being finalised. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said yesterday that people in the national capital won't have to pay for electricity if their monthly power usage is less than 200 units. He added that households consuming between 201 and 401 units of electricity will get a 50% subsidy from the government. Foreign institutional investors continued selling in the equity markets in India yesterday after having sold about $2 billion worth of equity in June. In yesterday's session, they net sold equity worth just over 1,050 crore rupees. 
With yesterday's fall, investors in Indian equities have now lost 14 lakh crore rupees since the presentation of the union budget at the start of June. If that number seems a little unbelievable, do check the story on the website bloomberquint.com. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. Not looking too good at the start of trade today. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. We are bracing ourselves to a very bad opening. Global markets are down because of the Trump tweets on uh, trade war. Uh, Asia is down. The SDX Nifty is indicating a downtick of 60 points at this point of time. That may change, but nevertheless, it will be a weak opening. But uh, four big companies will come out with numbers today on the Nifty side. HDFC, ITC, SBI and PowerGrid. Among the other results, there is Ujjivan, there is Nestle, Inox Leisure, Loras Labs, Excite Industries, Bata, BEML, Vmart Retail, Godrej Agrovet and Union Bank. Among the other uh, earnings that came out after market hours, Bharti Airtel, the results were in line with estimates. The consolidated EBITDA was above estimates due to the adoption of AS116. But they reported the biggest ever loss since listing marred by higher cost and exceptional losses. The India mobile business revenue grew for the second consecutive quarter. That was aided by lower customer churn, increasing data subscription and higher ARPU. The ARPU came in at 131, which is the highest in the last seven quarters. And they've also managed to reduce the net debt by 22 most of the brokerages like City and Morgan Stanley have said that they've come out with numbers which were in line with estimates. Tata Power, good set of numbers, revenues up 6%, EBITDA up 30%, margins of 29%. Now the net profit is down 91% because of an exceptional gain in the base quarter. The higher EBITDA is mainly on account of reduced losses at the Mundra UMPP and softened coal prices also help them uh, in terms of their EBITDA. The Mundra tariff hike may get delayed as per the management which probably Probably is a key negative. Prestige Estates, uh, if you're looking at it, the revenues were up 83%, margins at 34% versus 30% last time around. Net profit was down 5%, so inline set of numbers. GSK consumer also results were in line with estimates. Raymond revenues up 15%, EBITDA up 60%, margins at 7.6% versus 5.5%. But the company reported a net loss due to property development cost, higher financing and depreciation cost, and very weak set of numbers coming in from JK Tire Industries. Among the other counters, uh, Hero Motor Corp, uh, the July sales were down 21%. 5,35,000 units sold versus an estimate of 6 lakh. Royal Enfield from Aisha sold 54,000 units uh, as compared to an estimate of 56,500. LIC Housing will be in focus. Vinay Sa, the MD and CEO, has resigned from the board due to his transfer to LIC. Jet Airways uh, Mint reports that uh, there are four potential bidders that have shown interest. Talwarkar Better Value Fitness has defaulted on a loan interest worth 94 lakh. Coal India, the production and offtake for the month of July is down. Devan Housing has again defaulted on two NCDs. And in terms of brokerages, CLSA has downgraded Godrej Consumer to an underperform from a buy and cut the target price to 645 from 800, post a weak set of numbers. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombuckquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Darshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, do look up the website bloomberquint.com for a lot more. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend ahead. 
I hope you enjoy listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 